If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to share us and subscribe so you don't miss our next show. We'd love to talk with you again. As the sun set Thursday, the Republicans had still not agreed to completely back their nominee for Speaker, and Steve Scalise dropped out, stating that he wouldn't pursue the Speakership again. His former opponent, Jim Jordan, also said he wouldn't run again, but it seems he changed his mind and threw his hat back in the ring Friday. He found himself up against a new challenger, Austin Scott. Jordan won decisively 124-81. to 81. Scott immediately fell in line to support Jordan, tweeting, I highly respect Jim Jordan. He's an asset to the Republican Party and our nominee for Speaker. Our conference has spoken, and now we must unite behind Jordan so we can get Congress back to work. The secret ballot immediately following, however, showed that there was still work to do. Fifty-five people voted against him. This was far short of the 217 Jordan will need to actually win the floor vote, meaning he can only afford to lose four Republicans. Some supporters of failed nominee Steve Scalise have vowed to oppose Jordan at all costs. The Republicans recessed for the weekend with plans to reconvene today or tomorrow. While Jordan was able to add a few votes over Scalise, he's presented with the same divided caucus as the last nominee and with a less cooperative resume. Jim Jordan is not exactly a catalyst for compromise, either. He is one of the founding members of the House Freedom Caucus, the hyper-conservative faction that has been the driving force behind much of the recent drama in the House. The HFC seems more than willing to let the government shut down if they didn't get what they wanted in the budget fight. Jordan has experience with many shutdown showdowns. Jordan enjoys support from former President Donald Trump who endorsed Jordan in the last round of nominations. Jordan was a strong supporter of Trump's claims that the 2020 election was stolen. He encouraged Trump not to concede and supported the lawsuits trying to disqualify the results, urging people to, quote, get to the bottom of what actually happened on Election Day. As then-ranking member of the Judiciary Committee, he sent a letter to the then-chair demanding a hearing into the alleged fraud in the 2020 election. Jim Jordan now chairs the Judiciary Committee, and he wants to be Speaker of the House. Jordan spent much of November and December of 2020 sharing various conspiracy theories about the election. All that were investigated were debunked. On January 5, 2021, Jordan forwarded a text to Mark Meadows, Trump's then Chief of Staff, with a legal theory that Vice President Mike Pence had the authority to stop the certification of the election results something even Mike Pence disagrees with. On January 6th, Trump applauded Jordan in front of supporters, calling him one of the great ones, and awarded him the Medal of Freedom before leaving office. Now Jordan wants to be Speaker of the House. Jordan has a history of being a bully. In 2016, he wanted to impeach IRS Commissioner John Koskinen, based on the belief that the IRS was targeting conservatives. When he couldn't get the hearing, he threatened then-Judiciary Committee Chair Bob Goodlatte with forcing a vote on the floor. He got the hearing he wanted. He was already weaponizing his House Freedom Caucus to get what he wanted back then. Just a few days ago, members of the same caucus brought down the last Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, again, when they couldn't get their way. Now Jordan wants to be Speaker of the House. There are suggestions that Jordan plans to pressure holdouts in a way Scalise would not. One theory is he will go straight to a floor vote this week to bring the resistance out in the open so his supporters can start leaning on them to back Jordan. It's just a theory at this point, but if he does this, it basically runs afoul of all the things he's been saying to the Republicans during the nomination process. 
He has claimed he is a different man who represents all Republicans. Unlike when Scalise was nominated, both former Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Acting Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry are telling members to get in line that Jordan will be Speaker, according to a member in the room. We'll find out this week. On the other side of the aisle, the Democrats have some suggestions. New Jersey Democratic Representative Josh Gottenheimer, along with Ed Case of Hawaii, Susie Lee of Nevada, and Jared Golden of Maine, sent Acting Speaker of the House Patrick McHenry a letter suggesting a deal to expand his powers. In part it read, In light of our nation's pressing issues, a looming government shutdown, and the attacks on our key ally, Israel, we strongly support an immediate vote to expand the Speaker Pro Tem's authorities to allow for the consideration of a legislative agenda limited to the most pressing issues. It continued, Unless and until a Speaker of the House is elected, Congress should implement temporary expanded authorities at 15 calendar day increments, directing the Speaker Pro Tem to bring before the House proposed legislation only covering the following specific areas, funding for Israel and Ukraine, and extending the continuing resolution through January 11, 2024, along with appropriations bills where primary issues listed. The four Democrats are members of the House Problem Solvers Caucus, a bipartisan group that has become strained after the vote on Kevin McCarthy, which saw him lose the speakership. Republican members of that group became disillusioned when their Democratic colleagues did not support McCarthy, and there is a real chance they may leave it. Of course, there would be a quid pro quo for the Democrats' support. They want half the suspension bills on the calendar. Bills introduced under suspension of the rules are considered with limited floor debate, without amendments or points of order, and they must pass with a two-thirds majority vote. The continuing resolution that extended government funding and cost Kevin McCarthy his job was passed this way. It's going to be another wild week in the House, folks. Strap in. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take the time to leave a comment here and on Podchaser. It helps us know how we're doing and what topics you'd like to hear in the future. Have a great day.